This episode is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will take away the hassle of distributing your podcast. They do it themselves. You can hear it on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, whatever. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, your podcast will be there for you to hear. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means you can have three listeners and still get paid to do your podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. To get started, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Make your podcast today so the whole world can hear your weird voice. I would like to talk about, uh, by the way, do you, do you like how I just, uh, launch right into what I want to talk about on this episode? No prompt or anything. No. How is everyone? How's everyone doing this time around? How's everyone listening to this episode? No, I just launch right into what I want to talk about this time. Actually, how is I hope everyone's doing well that listens to this podcast. I uh, hope you are having a good day, week, month, year. Anyway, I want to talk about um, good therapists versus bad therapists. And uh, it's recently been brought to my attention that from a few friends, uh, a couple of online friends that I've never met in person and a couple of real life friends that the idea of finding a therapist is daunting and that there are also very shitty therapists. Now I can relate to both of these. Um, before I took the steps to getting myself better, I genuinely thought that like therapy was just like an impossible task. I thought that no one was going to like, I had this <laughs> and it sounds stupid. Now I had this stupid idea that therapists, like if I told them what was going on in my brain would immediately be like, Nope, can't help you. Or they would just offer like terrible advice and I understand that that's 
you know, part and parcel of uh, the job. Like, I'm sure that you, if you are a therapist, you can't, like, immediately separate yourself from everything. You have to be like, <laughs> that person, at some point, you have to go home and be like, wow, that person is fucking crazy. But in my brain, I thought, wow, they're going to do that for every session I ever have. They're going to think I'm crazy, and they're going to think that they can't help me. And... I mean, I was wrong. I went through I went through a couple of therapists before I actually got like actual results. And by the time I landed on my therapist, whose name I will not mention, um, she's great and she's still practicing. But I don't feel like it's a responsible thing to mention who it is. You know, you can find people easily on the internet, so I'm not going to really contribute to that. Uh, regardless, that was a that was another one of those famous tangent thoughts that I am so famous for. Anyway, I just assumed that um, even when I found her, that either she was going to be like, "Well, I can, I just can't fucking help you," or that she was just going to be like, "Well," mm, and offer up like easy platitudes, easy advice shit like that you know and again that's not what that's not what therapists do well good therapists but there are therapists out there that are either terrible at their jobs and by that i mean they don't they don't try and find the actual root cause of your issues they either try to throw medication at you immediately which, hey, I'm an advocate for medication, but if they try to throw medication at you immediately, you know, maybe, like, talk to you for a little while first and then determine if medication is the right way to go. Um, they either throw, try to throw medication at you or they are just terrible at listening. Like, each session, and this has happened to me before, each session that... Each session that you go into, you are faced with repeating the same fucking thing that you talked about the last session. And look, you know, I get it. Therapists have a lot of people on their docket. They got a lot of things going on. But it's also your responsibility. If you don't feel like you can take on another patient or take on a new patient or take on anyone with the workload that you already have, then don't take on another fucking patient. I'm not going to, I and, well, I and many people are not going to be like, well, fuck you for not taking me on. No, we're just going to understand and keep looking because that's what you should do as a fucking doctor. You should decide that you can't do this with another person. You can't take on more of the workload. And that brings me to my next complaint uh, that I've heard. I've actually heard a few people say this lately. That therapists will, um, I guess for lack of a better term, uh, ghost them. And I did not really know that that was a thing uh, until very, very recently. Um, 
I thought like it was just a therapist's job if if they decided to take you on as a patient. I assumed it was a therapist's fucking job to take you on as a patient and be there when you need them not to be ghosted by them, which just seems like outrageously irresponsible at best and tragic at worst. Because if you think about, if you think about being a therapist and you are dealing with some patients that are possibly suicidal and those are the patients that you decide to ghost because you just simply didn't feel like hearing them. What happens with that patient? What would you assume happens with that patient that is suicidal and fragile like that? So it just seems like it just, it really, I can't really fathom the idea of you know, being ghosted by a fucking therapist. But apparently it's a thing. And again, I've heard this from, (laughs) I saw it online a couple of days ago that somebody mentioned being ghosted by a therapist. And then I asked friends in real life if they've ever been ghosted by a therapist, friends that I know that have gone through therapy. And they have told me the same thing. Because why? Why is this a thing? Why is this even a fucking epidemic? Why would this be a thing? If you can't take on a new patient, I should not be the one to fucking say this. This should be like a normal brain thing that you are able to do. That you're able to discern as a professional. If you cannot take on a new patient then simply tell that new patient that you cannot take them on I know that seems like a radical fucking idea but if you can't then just say so there are plenty of therapists for people to look for don't just be like well I can take on this other client but I will also tell them I will also fucking ghost them if I don't feel like talking to them. I don't know. That just seems, that just seems like the least professional thing ever. If someone hires you for a job, like say someone hires you for a construction job. Okay. And they start communicating with you. And for the first couple of times you communicate back and you say, yes, I'm going to get this done on this certain day and this done on this certain day. And then by the, say, the third week that you're working for them, they text or call you and you don't answer or you block their phone number or you just pretend that you were never working for them at any point. How insane does that sound? when put into the context of like a construction job or any job. I don't know. That just, um, I have a real, real sore spot for hearing about shitty therapists and hearing about shitty therapy because, hey, 
look at the title of the fucking podcast you're listening to. This is a mental health podcast. And hearing that any therapists are actually fucking ghosting new patients or patients that they've had for a while is fucking baffling. I feel like if you are one of those people that's experienced that, you need to find any outlet for reporting them or whatever, what reporting, whatever the word you want to use is. But this is shit that could be construed as dangerous in the long run. You don't want to just leave a patient you have hanging because you didn't feel like talking to him that day. It's just a fucking, I can't get over how insane that is. And again, I know I'm repeating myself, but if you take that, if you take that context of, I just didn't feel like dealing with this and put it in any other fucking framework of life, you're going to be like, wow, that's fucking insane. That's fucking insane that that person would just ghost you. Ghosting should honestly be left to relationships and dating. No one should fucking have to worry about being ghosted by a goddamn mental health professional. Ghosting should remain in the shitty undercurrent of dating. There should be no fucking ghosting when it comes to therapy and mental health. I can't believe I even have to fucking say that, but it's true. Get your fucking shit together, terrible therapists.